Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Got it. Uh, we're recording. And my name is Jackie Cashin, and this is the Jackie and Lori Show. My name is Lori Kilmartin. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, even though I had very little travel this weekend, there were one-hour flights, I'm tired. You must be wiped. I'm wiped just because I'm not good at altitude. And I've, I've, I've since... One time, like three times ago, the manager of the comedy works was like, well, I can get you those oxygen things. And I was like, oh, my God, what a great idea. How come I never thought of that before? And so and this time I went in early because of the. uh, Because of Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I went to Silverthorne. That's right. Oh, right. Well, well, are you going to tell about that gig or are you going to do comedy works first? No, I'll do. Silverthorne was hilarious because. It was a blizzard when we got there. It started snowing and it was super cold. It was like seven. Yeah. And um, the I went with Dr. Kevin and uh, Dr. Kevin is a veterinarian. He's been doing stand-up forever. Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald uh, is a veterinarian and he has five lives. And um, you see, I, I think I met him once, but he just seems like the coolest guy. You know what I mean? And he remained a cool guy because he had a, he has a second life. He's got so many lives. Well, he, he, the, here, the short version is that he was a road security guy for the, the Rolling Stones. Wow. And and Mick Jagger paid for his veterinary school. Oh, I think I heard something like this. Yeah. And then like, he also worked with Diana Ross and, and all these different bands doing uh, security. And then he was a vet and he told, so he has plug and play. So it was an hour and a half to drive from Detroit, uh, to Denver to Silverthorne. And we drive there and he tells me many stories. And then we get there and we do our show. And the show is fine. The show is uh, in sort of this like town hall kind of thing, like small mm-hmm. mountain town. The The town of Silverthorne itself, very pretty, but a little. I was surprised because it had um, chains. Like there was a Jimmy John's. So the oh, whole, okay. right. So the, I, 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 that was the third version of chains I'm visualizing. I'm like, does she mean chain link fences or chains on, <laughs> but Jimmy John's. Okay. Right. And it was very much a, like, it, it felt like they were, the, I tell that joke about billionaires yeah. and they, and they tightened up on me. So, and then I said something along the lines of, you guys seem like you're almost rich enough to live in Vail. And so there was a little bit of pushback on that. Uh, <laughs> Why, do they consider themselves wealthier than Vail? Uh, no, just, I think I was just a little too accurate. And <laughs> it became something. And then in the middle of my set, I, I talk about going to Eastern Europe and some guy yelled in the audience, where'd you go to Eastern Europe? And so I rattle off the countries I go to. And uh-huh. then I'm in the middle of the bit and he stands up or a man, one of two Polish immigrants stands because later I met the other one. But this guy stands up and he's kind of half in the bag and he yells, I am from Poland and fuck <laughs> Russia. And I said, uh, I, I bet you that's 
I I sure, think that that's not? fine. And we could talk about it later. And then he went to the bar and got another beverage, which felt real on brand. <laughs> uh, from what I know of Polish immigrants. Which is Eastern and, Europe in general. Yeah. 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 And um, so we're driving back. We're driving because we could have stayed. There was a Hampton Inn, a glorious Hampton Inn that we both could have stayed in. But there was a, the beginning of a blizzard. And... So uh, what, you need to get out because you don't want to drive in it tomorrow back to Denver, right? Right. He was like, the pass could be closed tomorrow. And 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 I had a dark night. Like, Tuesday was a show. Wednesday, there was nothing. And then show started Thursday. So, nice. yeah. Well, could so, you have stayed over an extra day in this resort and just... Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't want to. And oh. he was... And he's 71. And he's willing to drive at night in a blizzard. And... uh and he knows things about the mountains that I don't. Sure. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. So we're okay. driving, we're driving back. And, uh, and he tells the story, uh, as you can imagine how exciting the story was for me of the most doomed merch ever, ever. Oh, please. Holy smokes. I've never been more excited about this podcast. First of all, <laughs> first of all, it's it's the fact that he is a veterinarian and he was telling me about when he first got passed at the Comedy Works in Denver, yeah. he kept bringing animals on stage. Uh, oh. he, he, he did a, a bit where he had a chicken and he yeah. talked about how great the chicken was. And then at the end of his act, he pulled out a baby chick. And he said, Wendy wasn't psyched about it. And then another time he brought three frogs and he stacked them. And I was like, hey, Dr. Kev, uh, she's trying to run a restaurant. I mean, she serves food. She's kind of loose, <laughs> she loose serves animals. chicken and perhaps frogs <laughs> on some of her fancier nights. But honestly, animals okay. and comedians, it's a time-honored tradition on The Tonight Show Carson, uh, Jack Hanna, Conan. Okay, that's right. a that's right. a, a natural fit. I'm sorry. They do love an animal, uh, but that might I that might be a a, a man comedy thing. I'm not that excited yeah, about bringing sure. bringing an animal into the mix. But okay, so we're driving back, and he's we're talking about just merch and about comedy, and he tells me in 1992 his brother, uh, they were going to go see the Pope. And then they decide that they're going to sell Pope merch across <laughs> the street from where the Pope is. And remember, he is a veterinarian. And so he, every sentence of this that I'm about to say is amazing. <laughs> All right. Two words, ant farms. Hmm. Shaped what? as the Pope's head. What? <laughs> Hand-blown glass. Oh my God. He had 88 of them made. He sold two. Oh no. Oh my God. And farms shaped as the Pope's head, hand blown glass. How much did that cost? $11 each to make them in 1992. He was selling them for $35 each. He had 86 left over. I said, What did you do with them? And he goes, Well, you know, you have birthdays and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't you know. You know, I mean, looking a lot of people love John Paul II. You know, when you look back, that's they, what he said. He said them. it would have been huge if a cop wouldn't have come over and roused him because they didn't have a permit. Oh. Uh, they might have sold them. And I said, Nope, no, you wouldn't have. This is the most doomed merch since my father thought I should throw painters' caps into the audience in 1996. Wow. 
<laughs> man, man and merch, uh, they shouldn't be together in the same sentence. I'm going to say it. It's such a weird idea. The whole idea of merch. Uh, and what I, I sold so much just, merch this week, by the way. Oh my God. Tell me, tell me about yeah, it. All of it. I sold almost all of it. How many uh, did you sell? Well, I, I brought, I usually bring three of each size. So 15, and then I bring one, three X, one, four X of 17. Let's say I bring 17 of three different t-shirts because I am the Walmart of comedy. So I bring like 45 shirts. You sold all of them? Uh, I think I have four left. And, but I also give a deal on the three X and four X. I don't charge extra, even though they are extra. And mm -hmm. I also haven't, the prices have slightly gone up just because they're union made and they're American made. And, um, but I just, and I have seen this. Have you like, you know, when you go to see it, you go to a concert, you spend $40 on a t-shirt minimum. Yeah. And, and it's you been, and I are constantly going to concerts. So we, we know what's <laughs> happening at concerts. Uh, when I say concerts, I'm talking about, I went and saw the music man and I bought a, a t-shirt with trumpets on it. <laughs> so no, that, that merch is unbelievably overpriced. Yes, it was $40 and it was literally, there was a toddler under the table, uh, putting it together. It was such a poorly made, uh, oh, t-shirt. Okay. Yes. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so I sold a gajillion t-shirts i sold so many challenge coins my dad's challenge coins oh my god i even sold a pile of spooky reading girl pins and meat shield pins i might be out of meat shield pins and then uh i sold some cds and dvds wow that's yep. incredible the Can last dollar amount that you think you made on merch in the chat just let me look and see what's possible oh Ooh. let me just see um, what's possible well, I mean, I think people could do the math. On... I can't. That's why I asked. Uh, <laughs> all right. Wow. So, that um, a lot. I yeah. Mean, that's after that's your profit. That's no, that's gross. Okay. So, what's, what's gross? Gross is 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 <laughs> as opposed to net, my friend. I know, uh, I know, but I don't know. I can't remember what either of them mean ever. Okay. So that would be net. That, that would be after cost. Okay. So that would be profit. Net, net is profit. Okay. Uh, if I, I have the, feel, that. Free, feel free, feel free to email me if I've gotten that wrong. Profit. Uh, How can I, <laughs> I don't know. I will try to figure out some, figure out some sort of convention, naming convention to remember, but I never do. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Uh, and then last night I was selling, I was just packing up. I was second show Saturday, packing up my merch. Uh, some guy waited till the very end. Everybody, I did really well, sold out, uh, filled the balcony in comedy South comedy, so Works, downtown or, uh... comedy Works South. I don't, I don't, okay. uh, Denver being the only place that I'm famous, uh, is the, uh, she has me at South cause it seats a hundred more people. Wow. And so, um, first show Friday was had balcony full wow. and both shows Saturday balcony full. So, um, but so I'm putting away the merch second show last night. Uh, and a guy waited till the very end in his fifties, not, not bad looking. Uh, he comes up to me. He just tells me how much he really liked my show and really likes my standup and then told me I was fat. And I was like, what, what, what just happened? 
And he was like, you're just so, you're just so gifted. You know, you're carrying a lot of extra weight, right? <gasps> and I said, wow, yes, yes, I, I do know that. And he said, well, I'm just worried about you. I was watching you up on stage and, you know, just, oh. do, you, do you have some issues with your hips? And I was like, my hips? And I said, are you a chiropractor? And he goes, no, no, I just, you know, I care. <gasps> and I was like, you, you got to stop talking to me. You gotta stop talking to me now, buddy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then he walked out and then two of the, like, uh, the guys, the working guys, the door guys came over and I was like, well, that guy just really shocked me with, uh, too much info about myself. Yeah. And one of the guys goes, what was he wearing? And I was like, no, no, don't go after him. <laughs> it's, uh, it was very sweet of them. <laughs> um, the other, it's so weird that because you know there's always somebody in the audience just watching you. They're not <laughs> in the show. For whatever weird reason, they're watching you. They're looking at your hips or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. I was like, oh my God. My hips. What is happening, sir? Oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. It hmm. was uh so that uh that that was uh but the shows and the and the comics I worked with were all great. You know, yeah. Jeff Tice. Who was who did the art for both my Squish T-shirt and my Staycation album cover? He did my centaur art. He did your centaur art. Yeah, he can do all different kinds. Yeah, we uh, we actually had dinner on Saturday, Saturday, Friday, Friday night. We had dinner, and then Saturday I had dinner with a friend of mine from college and her new boyfriend, and that was delightful. Uh, he it turns out is in the cannabis industry, and um, so I said you know, as I do, what do you like to read? And he said, Oh, I'm really into history. And I said, Oh, I'm reading some historical fiction. Uh, what, what kind of history, this guy that I met, very nice guy, entirely about the history of a small town in Colorado from 1860 to 1885. <laughs> oh my God. It could not have been, it was Jackie. No one's listening. Weirder. There's, there was some strange energy in Colorado this this it was i was like if this were a dork forest i could at least take a deep dive with this and i try and i tried to channel some dork forest because i wanted i wanted to like him because uh -huh. he's my he's my friend's boyfriend uh -huh. and um and i didn't want to be bored at dinner you ever have a conversation with someone and you choose to be interested <laughs> that is sometimes what i have done that's yeah. what the dork forest is, is to some extent sure you have to spend Juice. some energy keeping your brain focused on what they're saying yeah and uh and it was vaguely interesting it was um he but he had gone to like the city land office it was a lot it was um i i did i tell you that i realized this week back to stand up that uh and i and i will close on this about how great the comedy works was and how lovely it was but uh i realized this week and i Oh, I think I did. I told you last week about the gentrification versus white flight. Mm -hmm. And you had recommended writing a joke about gentrification. Oh, because you, because uh, then I, I could do a call, callback. Yes. Right. Because I don't think people know what it means right off the top of their heads. Right. Because so, I, I had said that they did not. And, yeah. um, and it didn't work. Uh, th I would say three out of five shows, three out of six shows, maybe. Um, it worked because the audience skewed older. Yeah. But a couple of shows I had to tag it up with what the hell gentrification, what the hell white flight was. Oh, well, so the yeah. journey continues is what I'm yeah. saying. 
there's something in there though yeah for um, sure how was your week let's see uh i just did spots in town through friday um I, you know what it's weird like i i had a lot of shows this week where i just got there early and so i listened oh. to a lot of comedy okay and um it was good it was good but it was also like every once in a while you're like oh we're all talking about the same thing <laughs> okay yeah we are yeah all we right are. so let me you know i'm gonna tweak this setup a little bit because it's similar to some even though it's this the the joke was very different whatever this yeah. setup was very similar and i'm like oh all right so let me just that's just smart tweak but also watching a lot of comedy does sort of you know I do like just going in, not knowing what happened so I can focus on what I'm doing instead of going, oh, well, that person touched on this topic and that person touched on this topic. So I guess I won't do those. And, you know, we, when it's a long showcase and there's like six or eight, you know. But, right. Right. Um, but, you know, that was it was still good. Um, and then. Um, OK, so I put up I cut up uh, parts of my 2017 Conan set and I put them on TikTok, right? And I put Good. a joke up a long time ago, the cop joke. Yeah. And then I put up um, the letting my son, uh, you know, throwing him in the water and- Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> About Sunday. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so, uh, so that just picked up like um, a lot of uh, Spanish speaking people really liked it. Okay. Oh, great. That's so awesome. Doing, doing really well. So that's cool. It's like over half a million right now, which is like, Dude, hey, that's really big. There we go. Yeah. That's see, you're getting the hang of this. Sure. So then I put up the, another joke in that chunk. There's like a couple little jokes and then there's yeah. that longer piece and they're all, all part of uh, the, the idea, white mom, Hispanic son. Right. 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 So the other one is uh, it's, the, it's just joke about his name. Right. Oh, right, so right. The Muhammad. Up. Yeah. Muhammad Martinez. Yeah. So I put it up and uh, it's doing okay. And then someone goes, that's a super bad joke. And oh. I'm like, oh, well, I don't, I've never seen super bad. And I, and I, and I, and I commented and now I never will. I mean, oh, right. Oh, the, the movie super bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause, because that joke's done, it's on an album and it's on Conan from six years ago. I'm not, yeah. I'm just putting it up because I got it and it looks good. You need content. Yeah. yeah. And, but I, now I'm like, should I want, like, I don't also sometimes when people go, that's the same thing. It's like, and then you watch, you're like, no, maybe it mentioned a, something. They're not. I, they're not. I know both jokes and they're not like the, the premise that Muhammad is the most common name in the world is not a single jokes worth of thing. Like it no, is. No, it's a yeah. fact. It's, it's exactly. A, yeah. You it's good. just a fact that it turns on. But the other, but like, uh, so I was thinking, oh, should I watch it and then, you know, do a side by side? But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get this. No, no definitely not. Then you'd yeah. have to watch Super Bad. Don't do it. Don't Listen, do it. To, well, first, okay. Um, first of all, there's, uh, it was all, it's all guys that are having this discussion. Young men, right? Yep. And let me tell you that Super Bad, I just looked into it. I didn't watch it. Is not, I know why I didn't see it. Uh, right, right. It was not made for us. It, it was right. not made for Perhaps us. Perhaps Seth Rogen. I don't know. I can't. I can never tell those two apart. Like they're <laughs> and they're all the, that genre of movie is not aimed at Laurie Kilmartin. And that movie came out in 2007 when I had a one year old and a full time job and was doing comedy at night. 
yeah. it would never ever happen that I would see super bad. Right. It's not on your also, radar. Yeah. Not seeing the hangovers. Okay. Nope. And nope. I haven't, I, there's a lot of, a lot of movies I haven't seen because they, they, they star to me, it's that genre of a slobby, white guy and all the actresses are super skinny and anorexic and i'm you like you know the one that we would have seen was porkies right <laughs> that right. is I that, have, right which always, i didn't i i avoided porkies when i was 18. anyone tells me i have a joke that's like porkies i will definitely <laughs> take a look at it. but the other thing i was like this is so weird that this is happening right now because that conan set's really old Mm -hmm. It's been on the whole set's been on YouTube for a long time. Um, and before I did that set, I, I at least worked on that joke for like two years. Right. right. And then I did it up through 2019 when I recorded my album. No, not a single comic or any person ever mentioned it ever. Right. And so I was like, I mean, if had anyone said anything while I was working on it, I would have it's because it isn't there's back. it has no yeah, that's what maybe feels like yeah maybe okay maybe it's not somewhere. at all not at all so, i get a lot of sort of anime references people are like that sounds like this girl from like avatar or there was there was it was anime like the spooky reading girl bit yeah sometimes i get uh anime references to that uh the other because i put that back up right right uh i am i am running uh clips over and over again by the way jackie it's working right yeah yeah you're getting a lot of more you're getting a lot more followers and stuff like that yeah i just got uh four thousand more followers so i'm at 100 i'm almost at 137,000 followers crazy. and my uh my what's call it instagram followers uh have doubled since i started putting up clips i almost have eighty thousand. see i i'm i I find Instagram, there's so many comedy clips. I, to me, it's not pleasurable anymore, but I'm a comic. Regular people apparently love this shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I people came it. to the show this weekend. They saw Instagram Reels. Really? Yeah, I had any number of people tell me that. And I was like, good, because I'm um, grinding great. it out. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I also like to go to Snapchat and see what the filter is. I was a winter pickle because i'm going to vermont i uh, saw that and yeah. i was shocked you were shocked to find out you know what i what i somebody commented older guy commented yeah. he said you're in a pickle and i was like oh look what i left lying on the table that yeah. pun i left that pun <laughs> there's on the a reason table. you left it on the table because, <laughs> um but the other like part of me is like well like okay so i have some bits that i that um are about like the old testament from uh -huh. early 2000s and i could put them up but louis did them in his show after i had my shit already now i'm not saying he stole it but anyone would look at that and go oh that's from louis show it's like no actually i i put this on an album before his show was you know uh, put on fx so right but i, I just don't know how to deal with um that's like i don't want to have to worry about receipts <laughs> oh right right like i stopped oh, like that one joke i was gonna bring back that somebody almost did on colbert and i have it <laughs> remember i'm like how long has he been touring doing that joke and everyone thinks that's a his joke and if i were to do it people think i stole from myself right that's not, yeah it's not happening but i will say that like it just isn't you know when i think about i i had that joke uh about 
uh, diabetic medicine costing $3,000. And then that's 3,000 new cats, right? It was diabetic cat medicine, $3,000, punchline, 3,000 new cats. Cats are free. So um, back 2000, and that joke I think is from 2006, 2000 something, three maybe. And um, a couple of years after that album came out and the video came out, uh, the cartoon of it, I was at the improv and Tom Papa, and for some reason I did that bit. I did the LA pet bit and then I got off stage and then Tom Papa followed me like two or three comics later, destroyed, except for a bit he did about having to buy diabetic cat medicine for his cat and it being $3,000 and that being um, 3,000 new cats verbatim. Do you know why? Because that's the line. That would That's the joke. That's the fucking joke. There's no other joke to write about a $3,000 medicine for a cat. And right. so... But he didn't steal it from me. Right. But there, it was amazing, though, because his set was a, just way up here. And then he did that joke and it just the bottom fell out. And then he kept going. They were just confused, right? Uh, Jackie, that other comic stole it from me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You Well, you had that. He yeah. had a, He has a reputation for hearing and remembering and repeating jokes later on. And that was one. Wait, he, is it, is it that guy? Wait. Is it is it this guy? No. No, who are you talking about? No, 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 no. Oh. (laughs) I am so sorry. But anyway, I went up to top. Oh, really? Yeah. The tea in this chat today. Yeah. He was going to go on Colbert and do my 10-year-old joke. Oh, I actually, now I do. Now I remember that. Yes. That's the thing. That's why I wonder, this guy tours and stuff. Yep. He has a ton of audience that have seen him tell that joke. And I just stopped him at the right, at the last second. How many, how many thousands of people have heard that and go, oh, that's a, his joke. You know, I was in the room once when Gosh. someone compared him to this comic and, and the guy right. and your guy cried. What? <laughs> what? Why did he cry? He cried because he was like, no, I'm more unique than that. His bit about and his Hedberg? Oh, I don't really think. Funny. Whoa, interesting. I don't think we have to. We don't have to. It was Mitch Hedberg that was uh, being uh, compared to. I think. Right. Oh, there. you could you could say Mitch Hedberg yeah. because he's passed. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he's not. And who and who wouldn't want to be compared to Mitch Hedberg? Jeez. I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be compared to anybody, obviously. I mean, no. nobody wants to be compared to anybody. You want to be considered a unique flower. But if you were going to be compared to somebody, feel free to be compared to a genius, right? <laughs> yes. A, a guy with a, a horrible, horrible drug addiction, but also really good at the job. Great. Really, really good at the job. And very nice. And very nice. Incredibly nice. Like that's not the the image I always had of a, a drug addict was not that they were nice. Like the ones <laughs> I knew were were prickly pears at best. And he was every time I had an interaction with him, he was incredibly nice. Yes, he's a, he was very he was a very sweet guy. And then the last couple of times I saw him, he couldn't have been not nice because he was on heroin. Um, so it, it's real hard to be mean. You don't have the energy. Yeah. Uh, so. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Very, well, very it bummed sad. me out when he died because I was, you know, I, when I 
I decided one year to stop drinking on my birthday and it happened I happened to be working with him and he was like not on your birthday I'm <laughs> I'm buying shots <laughs> and I drank for another two years <laughs> his legacy lives on in all of us <laughs> everyone has a Mitch Hedberg story uh, in the Acme in Minneapolis he stole a lamp from some hotel he was staying at and brought it into the green room and for some reason lewis kept it <laughs> so it's all weird. right i like it yeah so i decided after the only response was i have not seen super bad and now i never will that will be my only reply yeah to, and then they can have their little these little bees can buzz around and have their little discussion most people are loving it there 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 are there is a a certain cohort that doesn't like me saying the word Mohammed whatsoever. There's like different pockets of right. uh, discussion that are kind of interesting in the, uh, in the chat, but for, for mo mostly it's like laughing emojis or whatever. That's right. 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 And, and whenever anybody's too critical, I literally delete it because they don't get it. I'm like, if you don't get the joke, right. allow me to help you away from me. You can delete a, a comment. A comment? Yes. Oh, I, I, okay. I just blocked a couple people, but um... I also block. I also filter, and then I just freaking delete the comments. Okay. Hey, let's take a quick break. Shall Since we? the dawn of yeah. time, man has dreamed of bringing life back from the dead. From Orpheus and Eurydice to Frankenstein's monster, resurrection has long been merely the stuff of myth, fiction, and fairy tale. Until now. Actually, we still can't bring people back from the dead. That would be crazy, but the Dead Pilot Society podcast has found a way to resurrect great dead comedy pilots from Hollywood's finest writers. Every month, Dead Pilot Society brings you a reading of a comedy pilot that was sold and developed but never produced, performed by the funniest actors from film and television. How does Dead Pilot Society achieve this miracle? The answer can only be found at MaximumFun.org. We have a comic of the week. Excellent. Um, so Val Tazi uh, emailed me at the last second on Monday and said, do you want to do a set at Mermaid Hour? And I was like, hell yeah. I was so excited. And awesome. uh, so there's um, some people I hadn't seen before, including very, very funny Chicago lady named Victoria oh. Vincent. Victoria Vincent. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I've met her. Sometimes I have. Yeah. And uh, especially in Chicago, I might have met her. And uh, so her handle on Instagram is Victoria is okay. And then an so, underscore. And, an, and then an underscore. Okay. And there's another Victoria is okay. <laughs> Must wow. be. But find Victoria is okay and get on it. By the way, uh, you're going to have to do something with the Twitter feed because I, I can't get to the other Twitter I can get okay. to our Twitter feed okay. anymore because I'm only able to access my Twitter from um because oh, from uh operating systems because of the credit card oh all right oh yeah okay we'll do that um yeah, yeah so victoria uh is okay what's wait what's her last Very name funny. vincent that's vincent. it yeah i think that's she's awesome. more than okay i think she's great <laughs> <laughs> right believe in yourself victoria yes. vicky vinnie vicky vinnie she's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so sicilian <laughs> that's awesome um by the way yes fans brought me presents okay 
Uh, one of our uh, Patreons who had been to the party that the the outdoor show we did. Okay. Remember, like last. Remember, we did a show. Oh, two and a half years ago, and bought an eight hundred dollar <laughs> sound system that we've used that, <laughs> that I store in my garage. Yes. Where I don't have any room. Remember that, Jackie? Yes, I do. So one of our patrons came to that show, and so she dropped off some uh, COVID tests. Thank you very much. Oh, very sweet. I started. I you know I eat those for breakfast. <laughs> and, uh, um, and then another Jackie and Lori fan who. Either she told me my, her name very quickly, or I thought she didn't, but maybe it was in the little package she prepared. I, again, and I'm warning you because you're going to the comedy attic soon. Right. They don't They don't have lotion in the hotel room. Okay? Oh, right, right. I think the Marriott chain is testing this out because this happened before. Okay. And so I tweeted about it. The night guy, whose name is Tyson, he'll yep. He's a fan of your show. Okay. He follows me on Twitter. So he prepared a little, like a little bouquet of lotion. So you can't go to the front desk and get lotion. You have to ask. Okay. Okay. But one of our, our listeners came by to the show and brought me like a basket, like a picnic basket of hotel lotion. (laughs) So I'm. Oh, that's kind of perfect. I would like to thank our fans for keeping me hydrated and uh, tested. I had two fans come to the show at Comedy Works this week and bring me books that they have written. And I accidentally left them both, the five books, five books. Wow. In the green room. So uh, one was a series that looked like a young adult fantasy series. And the other one uh, was, it looked like some mysteries, uh, short stories, collections of short stories that uh, a guy who did stand up back in like the 90s, I think. Um, uh do i know him no i don't um i barely know him he seems very nice and and he we talk every time and he's been on the dork forest i just um it's i think it's david david boop b-o-o-p yeah i would know that name you would have remembered that name (laughs) yes but they're short stories and it's unfortunate because i don't actually read short stories i don't i don't like them very much as a genre they're not my jam if you Um, buy a novel and only read 10 pages of it and then never pick it up again you do read short stories (laughs) that's my right right you're not wrong uh um i uh i i read i low you know lois bromfield nope she was a major headliner in the 90s Okay. Lo- her name is Lois. Lois Bromfield. Okay. I brought her book to Flappers. West Coast. No, she was just a, no. She was okay. She was uh she was a road murderer. Okay. <laughs> and, like she did, Car- you know, uh, Caroline's Comedy Hour evening. At- she did all those little little things. I don't know if she did HBO. She may have done the Tonight Show. I'm not really sure. She okay. was great though. I remember. I remember another comic telling me she kills like a guy. Like oh. a guy. <laughs> right? And there but was no her, greater, there was no greater, no greater compliment. There no really compliment. wasn't. I'm so excited when I hear it. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> um, so she, uh, and she wasn't out back then. Cause you really, it was almost impossible. You know, I mean, a couple right. of comics were, but they were, they were not, they didn't get to work a lot of clubs. You know? Right. Margaret Gomez, for example. Um, but Lois, I think was closeted. And then came out a while ago. Like she worked on Roseanne. She wrote for Roseanne and stuff like that. She moved okay. to, she fell in love with a lady, a German lady. So she moved to some small town in Germany like 10 years ago. 
what yes and uh she like i guess she just does the occasional show in germany and is living a german life now but uh, <laughs> so she wrote a really she wrote a little memoir that's available on amazon and it is short let me tell you i'm like wait what but it was still like i feel like she told one percent of the story she has you know Right, right. Um, it it was still interesting to read, and she talked about moving to Germany and how how just how jarring it is to be a comic. All of a sudden, you're in a small town, you know. Right. All of a sudden, you're in German. Well, waters. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, but it the <laughs> I, I accidentally ordered two of them. You know, oh, that okay. Was an Amazon mistake. So Amazon refunded me for one of them, but they sent two anyway. So I left one in the green room, and I have one here. I don't know if anyone, you know, was reading it, but um. Yeah, she she wrote a little book, but I would love to hear more. I, right, I she needs a ghostwriter to really get some names out. I need we right. need names. I want because you know those headliners in the nineties. Yeah, they were doing a lot of shit, a lot of yeah, drugs. almost all of them. Maybe not Rita Redner, but everybody else. There was <laughs> it was a free for all. Yeah, there was there was guys that I worked with. Um, you know that what what is that guy? Oh, I can't remember. He lives in Tulsa and he's, um, oh, Rodney Carrington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was working in Tulsa at the Tulsa comedy club opening for a comic from Louisiana who was just okay. And said to me, I'm just okay, but I'm really good at the social side of this. So I always work. And my Wait, wife, a white won guy in super high energy, uh, Louisiana, yeah, Louisiana and, white guy, super high energy. Right, like, closed on a spelunking vagina joke where he literally put, like, pretended to put a helmet on with a light, and then he parted the folds of the vagina and said to the audience, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> oh, my God, that's kind of funny. I, I can see that killing. I like it. Um, <laughs> you know what? It was funny twice. TikTok, Jackie. <laughs> The other three, the other three shows that I had to watch it, I was like, doing "This is exhausted." <laughs> but it was—I mean, it was. He's right; it would be impossible to follow that joke. He yeah. had to close with it, so sure, of course. But it was, and, and that line is actually very funny. But some of the jokes were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at it. He's peeking through the video. <laughs> he sees the audience. but he know he knew rodney carrington a lot and so at after one of the shows he was like we're all gonna go out to this dive bar and they were gonna they have nickel slots i don't know what the hell it was but so rodney carrington and his wife and i and this louisiana comic whose name i'm i'm spacing um we all go out and we hang out for a couple of hours and then rodney carrington's wife is like I want to go home and so i have been uh i am deputized to take rodney carrington's car drive his wife home because she doesn't drive and she's half of the bag anyway and then come back and give rodney carrington back his car and rodney carrington is like all right um there was some talk of drugs and uh he was like you haven't done any right and I said, I, I have not. I have not done any drugs. And he's like, because I really like this car. You're not going to mess with this car, right? And, you know, it's 1996. And uh, if if 
maybe 98 maybe whatever it was i think it was 96 but um so i drive i find their castle in the middle of nowhere uh, uh, outside even of back then he was making that kind of money he had just started like selling stuff out so um wow. and then i drove back and then i was trapped i did i didn't have a car uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was like how do i get out of this situation she seems to have really lived it up uh and then i don't know i wonder how i did get back i might have it was weird because i i do i i remember taking getting a ride from someone else back to the condo and then the louisiana guy and rodney rodney drove the louisiana guy and he was very not sober uh it was to politely i he was shit-faced okay uh so everybody everybody was shit-faced including randy the guy who owned the tulsa comedy club oh right so and um may he rest in peace may he rot in what uh he he was one of those guys where you're like well he's nice enough to me but he was really gross yeah he was gross to other people you know probably people without big hips oh boy we're now now there's talk right <laughs> jackie tips Wait. that's got to be either the name of the show this did you, week. did you say that off off mic or did you just tell that story on mic i told the story oh, on mic but in between yes. uh i riffed about the hips and now we're back to me riffing about the hips <laughs> so in, in between mike yeah because we had to we had to figure what some are stuff. you doing here <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny you working i love it <laughs> little helmet uh, um, all right <laughs> what, 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 what are you going away this week what do you got hey first of all yes i'm in albany new york oh now, that's I'm right calling on i'm calling on jackie and Lori fans in albany in troy in schenectady in coxsackie okay now's your time i don't know if i'll go <laughs> back to this club I have no idea. I'm, call, I'm calling well. Jackie and Lori fans in Montreal to New Hampshire yes. to come and see me in uh in in Vermont. Get your passports out. Yeah, go see Jackie in Vermont. Go see me in all. Gosh, we're not too far from each other, actually. Well, you know what I did? I thought it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday gig, and it's just That's a Friday, Saturday gig. Yeah. So I was flying in instead of you know I I with those East Coast gigs I got to fly in the night before. Uh, because two half the time. Right. So I was uh my flight was for wednesday except for that the show's on friday so you're getting in on wednesday i'm not i changed it to thursday but um the first time i called you ever call up and try to change a flight and they're like well it'll be another 340 dollars and i was like it was a million dollars to buy this ticket and you want to charge me another 340 and so i was like mm, uh I might get a really nice hotel. And uh, so then I called back last night and I got a different person and the guy goes, it'll be $18 to change it to Thursday. Wow. Yeah. So that's your, is that a Delta phone call? Yeah, it was okay. a Delta phone call. Cause, but I will say that I'd lost Thursday comfort. Well. Pro. I, I lost comfort pro plus what? Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm flying JetBlue on Thursday. Okay. Uh, and then uh, going to the apartment for about 10 hours and then uh, taking Amtrak the next morning to Albany. Okay. And then I do, I think there's one show on Friday. 
Saturday, I'm going to rent a car. Okay. And drive around. And see your people. Here's my, so you're flying to New York. You're just flying to New York. York, Yeah. And then, uh, then Sunday, then I'll return the, the car before, um, on Sunday morning. Uh, and then, uh, just take the train to Penn station. I go Penn station right to JFK. So it's going to be a hell, a hell travel. That's a hell travel day. Yeah, with suit- yeah. plugging suitcases around. Hopefully, I'll get rid of all my T-shirts, you know. I have to say that I looked into flying to Manchester, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. because, but it's three-hour drive. And same with Montreal, also a three-hour drive. Um, and I don't want to go through customs <laughs> right. to, uh, to not fly into Burlington. And so... I also get there a lot later on Thursday than I would have gotten there on Wednesday. On Wednesday, I would have got there around 6 p.m. Now I'm getting there at like 11 p.m. So, but I don't have a show until Friday. So yeah. it should be, you know, it'll be totally doable. Um, it'll be exciting. Uh, that'll be a nice, it'll be nice to see Burlington, Vermont in the winter. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was there for New Year's the year before last, um, I brought my son and we went skiing at sugar bush, which is like, Oh, right. It's like an hour away. It was really awesome. Um, I don't know. I had a great time. I know. I don't know if you're a skier. Uh, I did have the ski instructor did <laughs> when I was coming back seven years in, I don't, ex- kind of don't accelerate. I don't <laughs> strap things under my feet. But if you floor. go, there's like little, little hills that are really fun. It's just, I've, I've I've cross country skied once. Okay, it was it was fine. About. Yeah, but yeah, so I've never gone down a hill. Okay, do they have like sledding? Little, Is there sledding? There's snowboarding. No, uh, what I want to do is I want to sit on my ass and go down a hill. Uh, I also like ice skating. I don't mind ice skating. There's um, probably well, a skate. I'm sure Super. there's plenty, plenty up there, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's great to be in Vermont when it's winter. That's a lot of fun. It's pretty. Yeah. It's how it's, it is pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it in, in fall cause it's super autumnal. It has that going for it. Nice. And nice yep. word choice, you know? Sure. I'm a wordsmith. People know it. Be excited uh, that you pulled that out of your ass, right? Wh- that's exactly where it came on. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my God. What are you guys doing here? Uh, hey, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, we got about 15 left. Okay. Let's take, let's take another joke. Perfect. Hello, dreamers. This is Evelyn Denton, CEO of the only world-class, fully immersive theme resort, Steeplechase. You know, I've been seeing more and more reports on the blogs that our beloved park simply isn't safe anymore. Mur- murdered them? I'm gonna wreck it. They say they got mugged by brigands in the fantasy kingdom of Ephemera, or hijacked by space pirates in Infinitum. I mean, I could have a knife. My papa said that I needed to do a crime. Friends, I'm here to reassure you that it's all part of the show. These criminals were really just overzealous staff trying to make things a little more magical for our guests. We're just as safe as we've always been. This isn't a county fair, dreamers. This is Steeplechase. The Adventure Zone, every Thursday at MaximumFun.org. Okay. Okay. We're back. Jackie, you have you have video of your live from here? Yes. I, I did, did not know that they were videoing. How did you get it? I stole it off of YouTube. It's on YouTube? That's oh, where I, I, that's where I stole it from. Do you yeah. do it before me? 
Yes, I believe I did. They must have, they must have continued it unless they stopped it. All right, I will. Oh, yeah. you, you know that uh, the musical Jean, what, what is his name? The, the musical guest at my live premiere on NPR was so amazing. I was like, who are these musicians? They were so good. My, I amazing. had Mar Margot Price. Okay. Um, God, I'm blanking on the other gal's name. She's, a, they're all uh, incredible. And then Chris Stapleton. Now he was at a different concert. So he kind of, he kind of played a song live, but he wasn't at the same studio, but I had to follow Chris Stapleton. <laughs> right. Um, who is, who does Colbert's band? Uh, uh, Questlove. That's um, Fallon. Oh. Yeah, he. Oh, I was John uh, Baptiste. John uh, Baptiste. Yeah. He was the one who was there when I did live from here, and it he, he was quite honestly, it was amazing. Wow. And I don't, I know Jack about any number of things. So, yeah. um, yeah. So it was, it was a delight. But I didn't know it was being filmed. Hmm. I'll see if I can find it. It looks it, great. Yeah, yeah. And it was, um, it was a nice, weird mix of jokes that, um. What I do love is sometimes when they just go, yeah, just go do seven to 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. They're not going to ask you what jokes you're doing. Yeah. They just assume you're an adult and your yes. brain's attached to your mouth. That was how Two Dope Queens was, too. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So it was. And so I didn't finish the spooky reading girl bit. I instead went into the imaginary friend bit. So it was just a set. Like literally, I just did it like a seven minute set. That's nice. Yeah. And it's uh it looks really good too. I have like my first Conan, I don't have the original copy of it. Like I like I somehow I downloaded it from America's Comics YouTube page or something. So it's okay. like eighth generation from a VCR, it looks like. <laughs> um I wonder if I can But I I got my Conan set off of the Conan YouTube. I don't know that they have my 2012 one up there. Let me check though, but I don't think they do. Oh, so did you see uh, Maria's Kickstarter? Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, she's doing pretty good. She needs seventy two thousand, seventy two three, and I believe she's wow. at like fifty grand. Wow. And um, and she, and you need, she's at oh yeah, so she's at fifty two thousand, and she needs seventy two thousand, and she has eleven days to go. And she she filmed the pilot herself and paid for it. Wow! And the hilarity thing, the hilarious thing about her Kickstarter is it's a, such a classic Maria thing, because if you scroll down, it tells you the project, tells you you get to watch the pilot, all well and good, and then you get to see the breakdown of what she's going to use the money for. Oh, it's cool. a nice little you know little list of where all the cash is going. Oh, and um. Yeah, including how much it costs to run a Kickstarter and how much it costs to pay like the social media people and all these things. It's such, um, it's so great. She was, uh, we were talking about it and I, I said, did you ask all of your famous friends to retweet it? And she goes, no, that seems dumb. And she was like, Patton helped me out so much when I was starting, you know, when he helped me kind of blow up and I, I, I wouldn't want to ask him. I said, you helped me blow up and I plan on asking you for shit till we're dead. 
so I don't understand why you wouldn't. He would. What you're doing by not allowing your famous friends to not help you is you're not allowing them the gift of helping you, because right. everyone is a fan. Like yeah. I am a fan of yours. I am a fan of Kyle's. You guys need me to retweet something? I'm um, there as long you- as I'm on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a chore. It's not hard to do. Yeah. I'm wondering. Um, that's yeah, and it's about intrusive thoughts, right? Her series, right? OCD. Yeah, <laughs> it's called No CD. <laughs> <laughs> and she does all the characters, and it's like it's like her original web series that she kind of yeah, did, right, except right. for very updated and super fun. <laughs> and uh, and I I really hope she I really hope it works. Hope, and hope she told me that call. something like six hundred people gave a dollar each. Oh, <laughs> she's like, that's great. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, everybody should find it, donate, retweet, do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it'll, it'll be, especially if you like Lady Dynamite, especially if you yeah. like Maria Bamford. So, yeah. cause it'll be, you'll get to see it three yeah. more episodes. Yeah. She, she's, uh, she's obviously she's very brilliant, but also, I mean, on stage, but like, like things like this where she's like fuck it let me try this that's also yeah. like a talent as well and right she's great at it you know yeah she's like oh i i take it nobody wants to do this <laughs> nobody else wants to pay for this but i still want to make this so i guess i'm gonna do it yeah that sort of willingness is is it feels stand up it does but it, there's like this you all i don't know it, there's like for me there's this pressure to make it everything seem like it's okay you're doing great and everyone watching you're turning people down you know and all right and the idea like to me the if i if maria presented this idea to a studio it's like fuck yeah so the the fact that she's has to kickstarter it is is truly an indictment on the industry you know but um but also it's i don't know just um it's yeah it is it is just because um, when, when she feel been, like they gotta pretend like everything's great like instagram is really giving me uh like i, I can't look too much are I you getting the red ass? ass you getting the red ass What's which the red is ass? uh the red ass is getting all mad but um no i'm just like overwhelmed by everyone's careers and i'm like oh right because like it looks really good on me yes on instagram yeah. instagram is known for making everybody look better than sort of they are like yeah. you know when I watch I Otsko's, mean, when I watch Otsko's Instagram, yeah. I'm just like, so much work, so much work she puts into these. And they're gorgeous. Right. And they're but super I, cute. And I funny. love it when I can see the work, you know? Like, because yeah. then I go, well, I'm not willing to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> God love anyone who is and sh- get, give her everything, you know? Right, right, right. She deserves all of it. All yeah. of it. Yes. Um, I'm going to do a Wino Vino. That's not what it's called. That's not how you, you know, the, the wine place. Yeah. Um, I'm doing that. I think Monday and now I'm in town. I'm in town till Wednesday. So I could do other shows, Me but too. I have nothing. So, uh, I going to try to scare up some spots between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. I'm doing Wino Vino. Yeah. I like, I'm doing an hour for comedy dynamics, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be an hour. And and um oh I'm like, I do not want to drag other bits back from the dead 
to fill right. out the shower, right? Like, I, right. like, let me just, there's a few I'm keeping, you yeah. know, that I'm doing. And uh, let me just flesh out or tighten or whatever these existing bits and let it be an hour. Please don't make me go and get up these old bits that I considered, you know, buried. That's Fair all. enough. So I need to do a ton of spots. That's all I'm saying. Hey, where are we at? Because Andy just uh, texted me and said dinner is ready. Five Ooh. more minutes. Jackie, I say <laughs> enough today. I have been on the road. I would love to share dinner with my husband. I support so. this. Goodbye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.